Join Dr. Zach Williams and Flat Creek Baptist Church as we dive deeper into God's Word in this podcast titled New Horizons. It is such a wonderful blessing to be able to join with you today on New Horizons, uh, this daily ministry of Flat Creek Baptist Church here in Gainesville, Georgia. As always, I am Pastor Zach Williams, and it is just a wonderful time for us to be able to dive deeper into God's Word. Yesterday, I talked to you about the faithfulness of God. Today, I want to talk to you about just your faith. You know, God remains faithful even when we are not. And one of the questions that constantly comes to me as a pastor is, is Pastor, the Bible says that the righteous shall live by faith. If that's true, what is faith? That is a great question, is it not? And many people have set out to define faith. Some have said that faith is like sitting in a chair. Most likely, you do not know its builder. You don't inspect the screws to make sure they're tight. You don't check the dimensions to make sure they're just right. You don't check the weight limit as put forth by the manufacturer. Instead, you just sit in the chair, expecting, believing, that when you sit down, that chair is going to hold you up. Others have equated faith to flying on an airplane. You most likely don't know the pilot. You don't know the engineer who designed and built the plane. You know nothing about the engine, the parts, or how the wings work. None of those things. Yet you get on the plane believing, expecting, that ultimately you will reach your destination. How would you define faith? Friends, I will tell you today that I believe the clearest definition of faith known to man is actually found in the Bible. Uh, That shouldn't surprise us. This is God's holy word, and if he tells us to live by faith, it's only expected that God would give us a definition of faith, and he does. Hebrews 11.1, God says, Now faith is the reality of what is hoped for, the proof of what is not seen. For our ancestors won God's approval by it. The great Bible preacher, Arthur Pink, summarized this verse by stating, Here then is an exemplification and demonstration of the nature of faith. Faith is the eye of the Spirit. It is that which visualizes the unseen. It is that which gives tangibility to the invisible. It is that which makes substantial the things hoped for. Throughout the Bible, Old Testament and New Testament, faith is the only way that a person can be reconciled to God. Both Old Testament and New Testament writers would say the righteous shall live by faith. The writer of Hebrews would say, without faith it is impossible to please God, for the one who draws near to him must believe that he exists and rewards those who seek him. Paul would write in 2 Corinthians 5, 7, we walk by faith, not by sight. It's not that we walk foolishly into the unknown. Rather, faith is the guiding light by which we walk into a dark world. Faith is the operative in the Christian life. We may not always know each step of the journey before God tells us to take it, but we know our destination, for it has been made clear by God in Scripture. This is why the writer of Hebrews would say, By faith Abraham, when he was called, obeyed, and went out to the place Uh, the place he was going to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was going. By faith, he stayed as a foreigner in the land of promise, living in tents with Isaac and Jacob, 
co-heirs of the same promise. For he was looking forward to the city that has foundations, whose architect and builder is God. Wouldn't it be amazing to have that type of faith? I'm reminded of an illustration once given by the Prince of Preachers, Mr. Charles Spurgeon, on the subject of faith. I love this illustration so much, I have it printed and posted right here in the back of my Bible, and it's on faith. And I just want to read it to you this morning. Charles Spurgeon would say, I dreamed the other night, while musing upon the life of the believer, that I was passing along a road which a divine call had appointed for me. The ordained pathway which I was called to traverse was thick darkness, unmingled with a ray of light. As I stood in, awe, in the awful gloom, unable to perceive a single inch before me, I heard a voice which said, Let your feet go right on. Fear not, but advance in the name of God. So on I went, putting down foot after foot with trembling. After a little while, the path through the darkness became easy and smooth from use and experience. Just then I perceived that the path turned. It was of no use my endeavoring to proceed as I had done before. The way was torturous and the road was rough and stony. But I remembered what was said, that I was to advance as I could and so on I went. Then there came another twist and yet another and another and another. And I wondered why till I understood that if I ever the oath remained long the same, I should grow accustomed to it. And so would walk by feeling. And I learned that the whole of the way would constantly be such as to compel me to depend upon the guiding voice and exercise faith in the unseen one who had called me. All of a sudden, it appeared to me as though there was nothing beneath my foot when I put it down. Yet I thrust it out into darkness in confident daring. And lo, a firm step was reached, and another, and another, as I walked down a staircase which descended deep, down, 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 onward I passed, not seeing an inch before me, but believing that all was well, although I could hear around me the dash of falling men and women who had walked by the light of their own lanterns and missed their foothold. I heard the cries and shrieks of men as they fell from this dreadful staircase, but I was commanded to go right on. And I went straight on, resolved to be obedient, even if the way should descend into the nethermost hell. By and by, the dreadful ladder was ended, and I found a solid rock beneath my feet. And I walked straight on upon a paved causeway with a railing on either hand. I understood this to be the experience which I had gained, which now could guide and help me. And I leaned on this rail and walked right on confidently, till in a moment my causeway ended and my feet sank in the mire. And as for my other comforts, I groped for them, but they were all gone. Still, I was to know that I must go on in independence upon my unseen friend. And the road would always be such that no experience could serve me instead of dependence upon God. Forward I plunged through the mire and faith and suffocating smoke and a smell as of death, for it was the way and I had been commanded to walk there. Again, the pathway changed. Though all was midnight still, up went the path, and up and up and up with nothing upon which I could lean. I ascended wearily, innumerable stairs, not one of them which I could see, although the very thought of their height might make my brain reel. All of a sudden, my pathway burst in the light as I woke from my reverie, and when I looked down upon it, I saw it all to be safe. But such a road that if I had seen it, I never could have trod it. 
It was only in darkness that I could have performed my mysterious journey. It was only in childlike confidence upon the Lord. The Lord will guide us if we are willing to do just as He bids. Lean upon Him then. I have painted a poor picture, but still one, which, if you can understand it, it will be grand to look upon, to walk straight on, believing in Christ every moment, believing your sins to be forgiven, even when you see their vileness, believing that you are safe in Christ, even when you seem in utmost danger, believing that you are glorified when you feel as if you were cast out from God's presence. This is the life of faith. Thank you so much for joining me today on New Horizons. I hope your day is blessed. Walk by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. God bless.